Welcome to the Pro Football Draftcast presented by Inside the Hashes. I'm Nick McMorris. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach underscore McMorris. And follow our show's account at ProFBDraftcast. You can also follow Inside the Hashes at Inside Hashes. Today's episode features Boston College cornerback Hamp Cheevers. Despite not being heavily recruited, it only took Cheevers a year into college to earn a starting role in the Eagles secondary. And in his junior year, he earned all ACC first-team honors at cornerback and led the nation in interceptions this past year. He took some time away from his busy schedule to join us in this week's Phoning It In. D.C. rushes five to get to Rozier. Ball up in the air and still in the air. Oh and snatched out of midair by Hamp Cheevers. And now he's inside the 25 and tackled from behind. Max Richardson did the most for the Eagles to send it skyward as he hit Rozier. Richardson and Ray were there. The ball was up in the air. Cheevers comes down with it. First turnover of the game. And comes at a very costly time for Malik Rozier. Five interceptions already this season for Hamp Cheevers, Jr. from Trenton, Florida, near Gainesville. I'm now joined by Boston College cornerback Hamp Cheevers. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great, man. So, walk us a little bit through your uh, recruiting process and why you ultimately chose Boston College. I mean, I wasn't highly recruited out of high school and. I was just looking for a school that that was a perfect fit. And when I came to BC, um, I loved their environment. Um, Coach Campanelli had the DBs at a high standard, and that's something I want to be a part of. Yeah. So, so, so basically, you know, coaching and being one of the one of the bigger schools to reach out, really. Right. Right. That's awesome. So, tell us a little bit about you know your draft journey up until this point. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty much been wild, you know. It's a long journey. It's a process I've been trying to trying to enjoy because it it goes by fast, but while you're in it, it's going by slow. And it's it's been good getting to talk to a bunch of teams and you know getting their feedback and letting them see what kind of person I am with with through life and uh, through football. Yeah, and it, it seems that. This year, more than any other year that, that I've done the, the interviews and stuff, uh, it seems like a lot of guys now are really embracing the grind. Uh, a lot of times people take it as this this dulled-out thing that they have to do to get to the next level. But, you know, you, you, you seem to be really embracing it. And I think that really helps with the interview process and, you know, taking it, you know, taking on the combine, the pro day, and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just something that's definitely definitely uh, – that you have to do, you know. So it, it it's just something that you can't be, like, draining out because, you know, this, this is going to be your job. This is something you're trying to do for a living. So, you know, you, you have to embrace it. You have to you have to go into it with the mindset of, you you know, you want to be great. So, you know, like, this is what it takes. So that, yeah, that's you're doing everything how you to market yourself, really, right? Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. So, I mean – if you're not having fun with it and embracing it, then you're pretty much, you know, like a robot. Yeah, exactly. Well, and one way that you help definitely help market yourself is by uh, leading the NCAA in interceptions. Uh, what do you feel was the cause of such a tremendous uptick in your production? 
I mean, I feel like I got tremendous ball skills. And on top of that, um, us as a defense, we, we do a tremendous job of watching film and breaking down film for each opponent each week. And I feel like the the more you the more you watch, the the easier the game comes. So you can play with anticipation, and that's something I try to do, uh, game in and game out. So, so a lot of film prep goes into that. Oh yeah, definitely. So definitely. one of the questions one of the questions that I've always wondered is, uh, what's the I mean, how much film prep to how much uh, instinct goes into being a cornerback? Because I feel like cornerback is the most instinctual needed position on the field. Right, right. Um, I just feel like to to be uh, a, a um, instinctive cornerback that you you have to watch film because you have to know what your guy's doing. You know what I mean? So you can't just go out there and and don't know his tendencies, don't know how how he released at the line, don't know how his breaks are going to be, don't know if he's looking back before he he breaks or anything like that. So I feel like the more you do watch film, the the more confidence you're gonna have, and the better you, you're gonna be on, the better you're gonna be with anticipating where, where your guy's gonna be, and that's gonna give you a better break on the ball. So that's just, I think it plays a big uh, factor on your performance. Right. So, so really, the, it's there's a pretty healthy relationship between instincts and and film. They kind of come right, right, and go hand in hand. Right. Oh, that's awesome. So. You know, during your time at the uh, at the combine, you you, you did well there. Uh, some of the commenta- uh, commentators, you know, they had positively remarked on your technique during like position drills and stuff like that. What was the right. biggest takeaway from that experience? Um, it just it's just a crazy a crazy experience just just being there in, in the first place because you know it's once in a lifetime thing. So I just feel like. Being there and you know getting getting uh myself put like getting myself put out for the most part that was something that I took away a lot because I knew this is you know this is the the place that I want to be this is the guys I want to to draft me so like I I knew what I had to do I had to be focused and things like that and it, it just was a good good environment to be around. Yeah, and how much of a mental grind is the uh, you know all all the meetings and the interviews because you know there, there's something to going to a pro day if you don't stand on your numbers at the combine you go to the pro day and you and you kill it because you're you're more comfortable you haven't been so right. tired and all that stuff so how much of a grind is that? Right, right. It's definitely something that you you got to be focused on because it, like you said you got to have a mental grind because it, every day you know you're getting pulled left and right. You, Getting up early mornings and staying up late, and you're getting interviewed, and you might get asked the same question 32 times, but you just can't, you can't, you know, can't be tired. But getting interviewed, you just gotta grind it out and let them know, like, because you're trying to, you're trying to uh, show, show the person you are. So that's just something that you would have to practice and and go for and just be the guy you are because that's just something that, that the, these coaches and these owners are going to see. And that's just something that's going to represent you. Yeah. And, and how much, so, I mean, you always hear about how 
players are training at these really big facilities and, and they're, they're doing all this, you know, the, the track aspect of right. their, of, of their stuff. How much interview prep and, you know, all that cerebral part, how much of that goes into your prep for the combine and, you know, meetings with teams? Right, right. Um, I think the interview prep with where I trained at ASPI is uh, down in Tampa, Florida with Yo Murphy. I think that was, was great outside of grinding the, the physical part and, and doing uh, training for, like, running and things like that. Um, they definitely got us ready for the interview prep. And on, uh, on grinding for for uh, looking the best you can look, you know, because you gotta present yourself in a high high fashion. And I think uh, we did we did quite a bit of interviews with with different guys, former GMs, and things like that. So that definitely that definitely helped. That's awesome, man. So. What do you feel in regards to um, the, you know, the athletic portion of testing? What do you feel is the most uh, crucial drill for corners? I mean, I just, I just feel like guys want to see how you can uh, stop start because you know you playing, you playing corner or playing DB overall. You're guarding a receiver, and you don't know when he's going to make his break. You don't know when he's gonna get his fastest point and just come through things like that. So more, so more of the like position drills and watching the kind of move in space. Right, right. Yeah, that, that those type of things. All right. So during your time at BC, who was the hardest receiver to cover? Um, I would say Jeff Smith's uh, one of the toughest ones to cover on the team. Uh, he's a guy that's that fast. He's got a uh, good uh, hip shift. And things like that, so that that make him definitely um, that make him definitely harder than um, some of the other guys because you know you never know um, when he's gonna come out of his breaks and things like that. He can stop on a dime. Yeah, that's impressive. So, um, of all the quarterbacks that you faced during your time at PC, who is the hardest quarterback to read? Um, sheesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, hardest one, uh, I'd probably say uh, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, he he was a a guy who you know can can um can can look off look off where he's gonna throw if you're like in zone, like you're in cover two, things like that. He's just a a guy who has a strong arm and things like that. So. I mean, most people, uh, most people don't. So last, all right, last football question. What is one game that you would show scouts that best sells your abilities to a team? Um, I would go with Louisville. They have a, uh, they have got receivers that are going to compete for the ball, and receivers that are tall, big, and physical. And that's just, that's just, uh, that's just things you're gonna have to go against. At the next level, and I feel like uh, my uh, prep against them and my game against them was a um, pretty good game, and I was confident on the things that I was doing. Awesome. All right, so uh, this last segment is a thing called Three and Out, where we ask you some non-football questions, usually non-football questions, uh, that best uh, help show who, who you are under the helmet. Ready to give it a go? All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. 
All right, so what do you truly think your Madden overall rating will be next year? Um, I think it would be like 70. That's fair. Most people, they come in, they, they go, oh, like it's got to be mid-80s. No no rookie's ever mid-80s. So. Right, uh, right. I, I, I know that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I know that. So <laughs> I'm just, you know, trying to be realistic about it. <laughs> All right, so next question. If you had to choose another profession in sports or entertainment, what would you choose and why? Another profession? Uh, probably basketball. Basketball. I mean, that, growing up, that's actually uh, always been my favorite sport. You know, I just wasn't blessed to be 6'7 and 260 pounds. So. <laughs> So uh, I think it definitely be it definitely be basketball though. I love I love like watching March Madness, which is currently going on, and uh, I'm a huge LeBron James fan, and so I think basketball would be it. Perfect. All right, man. So uh, final question: If you were a pro wrestler, what would your walkout song be? If I was a pro wrestler, um, geez, that's a tough one. That's definitely a tough one. Um, I would say probably like Welcome to the Jungle or something like that. Solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just something, you know, something that I, uh, we used to play a lot at my high school. And, and I'd probably, probably pick that song just because, you know, it, it, you're going out there to, to wrestle. Like, you're going to be a fighter. So, so that's, just, <laughs> that's just something you got to take somebody through. Yeah, that's right. All right, man. So, do you have any uh, social media that you like to plug? Oh yeah, yeah. I got um, Instagram and Twitter. Hemp uh, underscore HC four. Awesome. Well, look, man. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy with everything, so uh, good luck with everything. Good luck with the process, and we're gonna be rooting for you to the next level, man. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, man. All right. So appreciate deflected, it. picked off. Hemp Cheevers. Well, just as we talk about it, because it's one, two, three. The ball comes out. You just got to catch the football, and you catch it with your hands. That one should have been caught. Right, let's see how Russo that was Hamp Cheevers, 5'9", 170 pounds. When watching Hamp play, the first thing that I notice is just kind of his fluidity as an athlete. Uh, that and what kind of comes off as instincts when he's able to essentially run the route of the receiver, uh, basically not really having any – false movements or unnecessary steps that and his ability to make plays he's very opportunistic uh which comes with the instincts which comes with the the film study that we spoke about in the interview uh you know he really does have a a, a nose for the ball it's something that you know you can prep for a lot but sometimes it's just kind of an intangible that you you either have or you don't and he you know, Hamp absolutely has it and when i look at Hamp, uh, the biggest thing I see with him is that he's more of a slot corner exclusively. That kind of versatility will limit uh, what an NFL team will be able to project him as at the next level, um, but also, uh, you know, what he lacks in size, uh, he makes up for, I think, in speed. And I think that that actually fits well based on the type of slot receiver we're seeing in today's game. So his size isn't necessarily as much of an issue uh, at, at the slot corner position as it would be if he was trying to play outside. Um, I do want to see a little bit more of him as a tackler uh, as far as consistency goes. But his speed, his ball skills, and his ability to mirror the receiver 
make him an ideal candidate to play slot corner and do pretty well. Yeah, and although he, his frame is more suited for the inside, uh, he does have the speed to be able to you know keep up with a receiver if 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 like that slot receiver is able to stretch the field. Uh, you know, running running in the four fives. Uh, you know, he and he does have that long speed as well. You know, the the ability basically to keep up down the field and you know he also has the ability to you know like we said earlier play inside uh so really being suited to play in the slot to use his instincts and his athleticism to win that one-on-one matchup inside and when you're looking at receivers who can go over the top on a defense no one in the league is better than Tyreek Hill I think that's why Chiefs has more value for an AFC West team that's not the Chiefs than elsewhere around the league and I think that's ultimately what will get him picked early on day three. I think the size concerns knock him down that far but once he's able to uh, make it onto the field and make an impact with his deep speed a team like the Chargers would really benefit with picking him up. I think having a a guy with his skill set and with his talents fit what you would need to do to beat that lethal vertical threat that the Chiefs have. Rushes on, Clifford steps up, throws, intercepted! Flag is down, heading the other way with a convoy of blockers. And going all the way is Hamp Cheevers! Hamp Cheevers, the pick six and a touchdown! There is a flag at the 28-yard line. Really a throw he's going to want back. The hold's going to be on the right side of your screen there. A little bit of the back when he's trying to get the spin out, but that's just a regrettable pass. He'd already made the break. This has been Voting It In, featuring Hamp Cheevers. I'm Nick McMorris. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach underscore McMorris. And I'm Seth English. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth English. And be sure to follow our show's account at ProFBDraftCast. If you like what we do and you think that we do a good job, please sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. (laughs) 